Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What well, all right? This is Good Guy 28, Steve Hobby, coming to y'all live. Uh, today, I want to talk about my family song. I'm talking about some other topics. I'm going to get into some other topics or whatnot. The uh, stuff me and my brother, we talked about it off uh, offline. I can't necessarily put it online just yet. You know, I'm thinking about it. I may throw some of it in at the end of my episode here. Throw some sound bites in. Victor's Hobby, he called in to the show. So I may have uh, pieces of that at the end of this show. And um, we debated a little bit about different topics, and we talked about the California uh, bill. I still haven't heard if the governor has signed it yet or whatnot. The bill, if the governor's um, going to sign it, would go into effect. And um, not necessarily right away would go into effect, but it would allow California, the state of California, and these colleges to um, have their amateur athletes, meaning college athletes, get paid for their likeness and that would be endorsements and things of that nature whatnot. But uh I'm gonna jump into some of them topics and you know what I'm saying that topic and then I'm gonna talk about my family, you know, my beautiful wife. Uh, I got her children in here with me today. She's off camera and offline and whatnot. She don't wanna be heard. Um but she's a beautiful person and she's bearing my child. And um Dad's Joanne is my baby's name. Dad's Joanne Hobdy. She isn't born yet but uh we six months we are six months pregnant and um um end of this year towards the end of this year is a due date uh everything is on schedule uh no complications um the baby's very healthy and everything's going good baby's strong and everything's good it's a daughter my um first child um I'm actually a firstborn. My mom was a firstborn, and my grandmother was the firstborn, I believe, on her father's side. My oldest great uncle passed away last week. Um, he, was, he was the oldest of uh, my grandmother's siblings. I don't know too much on my father's side of my um, great uncles and aunties I know my uncle Kenny I spoke with him years ago and um uh, I know some of the other people I talked to him on the phone and stuff like that but I don't know him per se you know more than I talked to him on the phone and I couldn't tell you who they are besides you know I just I talked to him on the phone um 
but back to what I was saying, I'm the oldest, my mom's the oldest, and this child, Dallas, she would be my oldest child, and um, with me being oldest, I had a life kind of like Chris Rock, you know what I mean, in the show, everybody hates Chris, I grew up kind of like that, you know, very similar in a lot of aspects, um, with the upbringing, with the upbringing, with the Chris Rock's upbringing. Even though he grew up in the 70s or whatnot. I grew up in Florida. And Florida was behind time. So basically I grew up in the 70s as well. You can say. You can say that. Uh, that is what get all the love. You know. That you can give a child. And um, she probably get more than that. And um, I'm going to do my best to uh, be a good father to her. And um, we plan on having more kids. My wife doesn't want too many. I want a few. I want. I tell her I want new babies. <laughs> I tell her that all the time. I want new babies, <laughs> new kids, uh, new kids on the block. <laughs> I tell her I want new kids. Uh, I want to nickname my baby DJ. You know, DJ is uh, the the name of the chick on the uh, Full House show. It ain't just a boy's name. DJ's also girls, girls' name. Um, DJ's auntie, uh, Laura Laughlin. She's uh, about to get go up for her uh, for her, her court date and all of that. See what see what she gonna be sentenced to, or if she would be found guilty then sentenced. You know the way stuff works, she could be found not guilty, and she could get a slap on her wrist as well. Ain't no telling, but uh, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm getting more personal with stuff or not. I actually, you know, have uh, debates with people, and I had debates over the years about just specifically that, you know, where people pay for their kids to go to school, and people uh, go to school or whatnot and get uh, basically are given grades, you know, like people go to college and don't learn nothing. Um, I'm from an uh, era and from a uh, a neck of the woods that that's a prominent belief that uh college doesn't really teach you anything you learn more hands-on experience um i was one that wanted to learn through the books or whatnot and go to school and be taught this and be taught that and i always was i always had an uphill battle because most of the most of the, not saying you don't say most a lot of people believe you learn hands-on and that um, the school didn't teach you anything. Anything that the school taught you wasn't necessarily anything different than what they could have showed you. It's just that they made you go to school for or they made you pay to get it from them to get their name on it when you could have went somewhere else and learned the same thing. Well, they, well, it take two years to teach you. Somebody in my neighborhood can teach you within two or three months if you're willing to learn it. But it's going to take the school two or three years to teach you the same thing. But but also I, I don't necessarily believe that because I also know that in that in that time period they teach you they can teach you what you what you need to learn in two months. But when you go to the school they teach you and it take two years. The difference is the school teach you all the parameters of it and and, and teach you how to do it legally. Do you know what I'm saying? They do teach you how to do it legally where you can't take no shortcuts and the way you have to meet all the standards, the regulations and obligations that you have to do it the right way. 
You know what I mean? And more, 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 most of the time, it's a longer, a longer, um, um, more stressed out form of doing it. But it's the right way. You know, you could say, you could say, you know, what I'm saying, like, take for instance, building a house. You can, if you don't care, you can have somebody who don't want to go through none regulations and all that would not just load your house up or whatnot. But take all these states. Take the states that let people do that and look at their houses. Now go to them states where they have a high regulations, where they have high standards, and look at their houses. I'm saying, take this as a doctor. Do you want your doctor to go on the street? You know what I'm saying? Do you want a doctor who went to med school or dropped out but knew everything anyway? Do you, but he ain't certified. He ain't got his medical license. You want to let him perform the surgery on you? Or do you want to pay the money to the surgeon who graduated top of his class and charge the top dollar or whatnot for the surgery? You know, you make your broker whatnot. <laughs> Try to pay for this surgery, or uh, you can go around the corner, you know, let, let the shade tree doctor fix you up. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's, I'm saying the same with mechanics. I don't want to say it's you mechanic working on my stuff because you get what you pay for. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one to go find a shade tree mechanic and tell him, hey man, go and do what you gotta do, fix my car, you know what I'm saying, get it running. Because nine times ten, he's gonna do the same thing the other mechanic do, find something, find something that ain't really messed up, tear it up, and then fix the little part that you wanted to be fixed, but the other part is tore up. So now you gotta come back and see him for the other part that's tore up because you don't know how to fix it. Say it you can't just slick slick as slick as the other guy is. They both slick, you know what I mean? But uh Satrium can't just charge you a little less. You know, he he gonna take what you gonna give him. The other mechanic he, he got a license and he got he got uh the little what is the thing called? He got a little he got little letters on his stuff. You know, I don't know if you know about him. I think it's AES or something like that. He a certified mechanic to uh, he because he's a certified mechanic, for instance the uh, union, uh, the mechanics union, not mechanics, but the car makers, uh, car manufacturers union with the uh, GM. They um, they got a union up in uh, upstate and whatnot, and they're striking against GM because they're in a union. And GM ain't paying them the money. GM ain't got money from um from um, throughout the recession and whatnot to what they what they banking and they get more money now and the unions tell them they want a piece of that money that GM was making because they said GM was making a lot of money but they ain't giving to their workers so the union is striking until GM give them a better cut of the wages that the company is making well the 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 mechanic that has the AES the certified mechanic or whatnot certified automobile mechanic. He has the he has the the the, 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 the letters on this uh, on his shirt and stuff, and he has the cars, certification things of that nature. Well, he's also backed by the union, backed by the uh, backed by the state, backed by the uh, the uh, the laws or whatnot. To uh, for instance, when he mess you over, you can you can actually take that from him. If if you go to a if you go to a mechanic that is certified, that has a license and is certified and all of that, and if that that mechanic cheats you or do, do you wrong you can take him to court and you can go to better, better business bureau and you can fight him about that every time you fight him by him cheating you it goes scratch against his certification to where he will lose the certification for doing you wrong ultimately over and over again and it, it don't take too many times for him to do you wrong to where he loses certification as a, as, a, as a mechanic because that's a part that's part of his certification is do you justly do not do you wrong. Same as a lawyer, same as a doctor. If a lawyer, if a lawyer can be messed up. If if one, you tell him you done something wrong and he don't report it. 
So you th- you believe you can go in and tell your lawyer whatever you want to tell them is is not true. You go in and tell your lawyer you done something wrong and try to get your lawyer to get you off of it. The lawyer can't do that. The lawyer has to report to the folks that you and told them you done it. That you that you that you dirty with now. Lawyer has to report that because he's obligated. He took he took an oath. He's obligated to do that. But he's also obligated to give you a fair trial. So like all the people that are poor, they go in there and have to have a public defender defend them. And a public defender don't go in there and try to give them the best uh, the best defense or whatnot. If we had in the money and we had resources and whatnot, all these people coming up with all this stuff they trying to do to help this uh, judicial system and whatnot, that would be the first place. And a lot of people that, that been in the system know that that's what you need to fight first is the public defender's office. If you if you not fight the public defender's office, one, uh, you, we should we should be giving people access to good lawyers the way they wouldn't have to necessarily uh, have a public defender but first of all face the public defender office because public defenders do not put up a fair, uh, fair case for you they, 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 they most of the time try to trick you or try to get you to sign away your life on some on some BS so they can get rid of their case and move on to the next case because they be overloading the public defender's office with so much work that they can't give you um, enough time on your case because they got a whole bunch of other cases that they can't do neither so they ain't got the time to be Preparing for your case, and they ain't got no time to look at the facts or whatnot. And a lot of times, I put a finish coming up. They come, and they go, they go in the public finish office, want to prove everybody right, want to want to fight the system and stuff like that. Then they get beat up to the point that they don't care no more, and they just they just get in a check, and they get paid whether you get found guilty or you get found innocent. They still get paid either way it go. So they they they, they ain't caring about it no more. But they are obligated to do better. Um, DJ Ainty will be sentenced or whatnot for paying for kids to go to school and stuff or whatnot. Uh, this system that we live in, people uh, can get away with a lot of stuff and see people get away with something like that isn't necessarily cool. I actually argue for a long time that, that wasn't true. I made Facebook posts and stuff like that. Argue with family members that, um, that that wasn't true that People want paying folks to uh, go to school, and people want going to school and getting a uh, uh, get was wasn't just giving a degree and stuff like that. I didn't think college just done it, and you know, turns out that there was a big old what was it? A big old uh, it's a big organization of uh, folks that was doing it. Felicity Hoffman was doing it, and Laura Hoffman was doing it. You know, I'm uh, pretty sure they were the ones that got busted. So probably was more than them that was doing it. Uh, my wife went to school. She went to school in um, Northwest Florida. She went to well, when we was going to school. It was called O Dub O W C C Okaloosa Walk County Community College. She uh, took some teaching and stuff. She wanted to go to school to be a teacher. Actually, uh some uh credit shorts and um the the uh, internship she got to do the internship basically to be a teacher and stuff that where they do the internship for like a year or two or whatnot i think it's a year or some months i don't know i'm not quite sure i know i don't been in some classes where teachers come in and um do their internship on us and um but uh I, I went and got my uh, equivalent. I got my equivalent from the same school. I didn't take no classes there. I took some classes at LBW. 
ain't had no experiences with nobody was giving me anything. I actually had to work for my grades all the time. All, all the time I had to work for my grades. I, I, I didn't believe people was giving people grades. But uh, I got uh, three brothers. Three brothers. Uh, I got one sister by my mom. And I got two sisters by my dad. Uh, my sisters live in Carolina and Virginia. And um, they're nurses. Well, they, they do nursing. Like a lot of women nowadays, they do nursing and other stuff. But uh, being a certified CNA is very popular. Uh, and uh, my brother's working um the, the tour, tourism, tourism industry. And uh, we have, my mom has three graduates, three high school graduates out of five kids. I think she did good with that. Uh, they actually walked, they actually walked, graduates, they walked. They uh, got cap and gown and all of that. And uh, I have nieces and nephews. I'm the only one without any kids. And my um daughter will be born in this year but right now i don't have any kids i take care of my niece um and she's a beautiful young girl talented young girl smart young girl she's very playful um she likes to have fun she plays outside by herself a lot you know what i mean she plays with her friends on the block and uh she gets into stuff when uh when she can she loves Disney. She loves uh the Loud House or the Loud Family. The Loud House or the Loud Family, one of them shows. She loves it. Um, we took her to Disney. We took her to the Coca-Cola Museum. We took her to Tuskegee. We took her to Savannah. Uh, all of the spots around here in this area that we live in, she done been to. She goes to the fairs. Uh, she uh read books. She's uh she's she really good at reading books and she learns vocabulary words and um she's technically my oldest. Technically she's my oldest. Me and my wife she's our oldest. That's why I say new babies. I got that from Kevin Hart. We want some new babies. Uh my mom is uh a nurse's aide. She's been a nurse's aide for years. She was a. She became a nurse's aide. I think like the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, and then on and off. She's been doing it ever since. My grandmother was a, a textile worker, worked in the sewing factories. She worked there for over twenty years. My grandfather, God bless his dead, Clarence Wallace. Uh, he done many different jobs. Putwood was a job that he done for some years, and um, he lived some everywhere. He was uh, out out west in California. He tell me stories about he lived in Hollywood, uh, the famous street side. Day he talk about them or some talk about them. He talked about Harlem. He lived in Harlem. Talked about Seattle, Portland. Uh, he tells me about a lot of them different places he visited, what not that I'm been to. He's actually from the uh, southern part of Alabama. Uh, my father's from the Upper East Coast. His family is from the Carolinas. Uh, my father uh, been 
He's been around the world too. He tell me stories about he been to Chicago. I know he's from the Up East Coast. And um, he's been in Florida for some years. And um, I got a lot of family members. I got a lot of family members. I got cousins in Florida, cousins in the Carolinas. I got uh, family in California. I got uh, got a lot of family, kind of like Medea's, Medea's show. Got family kind of like Medea. I got family that's connected to my family and family that ain't family. Family that ain't blood. I got family that ain't blood and got blood that ain't family. But I don't really like that too tough because I got blood that in the day you kind of can't claim this family sometimes or whatnot because it's the way stuff go people get in situations or whatnot and i want to explain that because people get in situations to where you beef at different points or whatnot so it ain't as if they ain't family or whatnot but at particular times you beefing and you you know man gotta be man woman gotta be woman you know a woman can make, a woman may have to take up for her kids or her family or may want to have to stand up for herself on, 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 on and be keep her pride or whatnot a man has to be a man and you know what i mean he got to fight for his or whatnot so you're gonna have beefs and stuff like that you know what i mean so it, it is it's, it, it ain't as if you, we, we ain't family but you know what i mean we come to a to a point we can't we can't mediate or whatnot and i'm that person that still keeps that in mind that for however long we gonna be for whatever but then whenever it, whenever it comes back around it's gonna be just regular family you know what i'm saying just regular stuff or whatnot i come from a family like that you know that uh we don't turn our back on each other too tough. None of us has really ever turned our back on um, family like that. Uh, blood in, blood out, I guess. But uh, my wife's still sitting there. I seen her eyes roll a while ago. I don't know what she's rolling eyes. She rolling eyes again. She rolling eyes again. So I don't know what she's rolling eyes about. Uh, my grandfather's a truck driver. I'm driving trucks now. I don't drive cross country, but uh, I'm driving trucks now, uh, delivering, uh, doing deliveries and stuff through a truck though. So it's cool, you know. What I mean, I get paid paid decent money, and I get to be home with my family every day. I actually went to school. Uh, that's one thing I went to school for. I went to school for um, driving trucks. I went to truck driving school locally, and uh, I got taught different things. They got taught different maneuvers. I was taught how to drive, uh, what is it, double shift? Double shift, uh, double, what is it, double, oh, man. It's a stick shift, but it's double clutch, double clutch. Anyway, got taught about that, the maneuver, uh, maneuvering and stuff, maneuvering the vehicle and when I learned you had to learn stick shift to be able to get your uh, CDLs so you couldn't get your CDLs or you couldn't drive stick shift and I actually didn't know too much about driving stick shift beforehand but I'm a, I'm a, good, I'm a good learner I'm, I'm a fast learner I progressed with it and I got my CDLs and I graduated from the class and I passed the uh the the, the I passed the class with no problem or whatnot. Um, that was years ago. And then I had to go do a lot of other work in a lot of other fields to get back to driving trucks. 
I got a career as a janitor doing um, janitorial work. Excuse me, cleaning and stuff like that. And um, I got a career in the uh, this this podcast and stuff. I've been doing that on and off for a while. I say I got a career in because I know some of the ins and outs of it. I can edit my own stuff and I'm familiar with the uh, familiar with the process of it. I'm more I'm a lot more familiar than people who don't do any of this stuff. To them, this is a new world to me. I've been messing with it back and forth over the years to where I know how to mess with it. I'm on YouTube. You can find me at Tremere H24. You can find me at uh, One Horse Town, One Horse View. You can find me on um, on YouTube. Good Guy 28 on YouTube. You can Google just my name on YouTube. I'm on the... Uh, I've been doing videos. I was on Ustream before Ustream dropped the free free version. Ustream had a free version where you could uh, have an account for free and you could stream for free and things of that nature before streaming took off. This was before everybody had devices that could stream and streaming uh, streaming was more of a uh, more of a, it costed more. At that at the point when I was on Ustreams over ten years ago, uh well, it was 10 years ago. It was around 10 years ago when I was on Ustream. Everybody wasn't streaming. So they, Ustream had a free version, a free uh, free account that didn't cost anything. But it was, it was very limited, like everything. You get a free version. It's very limited. You can't do hardly anything on there or whatnot. And, um, but they let you do videos and they let you do it through YouTube or you can do the same as you same as YouTube have screening video service now. Ustream had where you go on Ustream, then you can save your your computer automatically save your Ustream videos, then you can load them up on YouTube. Ustream will do a video stuff like that. There's actually uh live stream. That's what it's called, live stream. Live stream also had a free version that you could do the same thing with it. Uh, but then live stream and cut out that free version to where uh, you you can only uh, live stream or use the live stream account, be on a live stream website if you actually pay for the account. Um, I got an uncle that's a year, about a year, year and a month, not even a whole month. It's basically a year older than me, and uh, we grew up together. Uh, I followed behind him in school, and I was behind him in every grade. He was the overachiever. He overachieved. He got A's and B's, and um, he was mostly, it was almost straight A's. He would have like one B, and a B would be a high B, like an 88, 89, you know what I mean? <laughs> and everything else was A's. And he hung with all the smart kids that made all A's and stuff. He was in the student council. He was on the foyers, uh, the foyers councils and stuff like that. And uh, he played sports. He, he played all the sports: baseball, football, basketball. He played all of them. It was good. At him. He was a start on every on every one of them. He was a start on the football team, start on the basketball team, start on the baseball team, and um. My other uncles, I grew up behind them. I'm, I'm I'm the oldest, so I grew up right behind my uncles and aunties. I grew up in school with them. When I was when I was in school, I think 
all but one of my uncles. I went to school with all but one of my uncles on my mom's side. All but one. All the rest of them, I was, uh, they was in one grade. I was in one grade. We was on a bus together. It's <laughs> that simple. Uh, uncles in eighties. Uncles in eighties. Then I had, then I had, had school with all my cousins and stuff. Uh, a lot of us cousins. We used to get in fights and stuff with the cousins. We had the uh, Medea like family where we all hung out at my um, great grandmother's house. My great grandmother house was next to two other grandparents' houses, grandmothers' houses, and they had all of their grandkids. So, and it was like that in town, you know. In the summertime, a lot of people came to visit their grand their grandparents, and so a lot of kids come in from out of town that would be other people's cousins and grandchildren and whatnot, and so the population would get bigger. From all the kids to come in town, and um, to me that just meant that my grandmother, my family with my grandmother was the same as everybody else's family, just that we lived in town. I actually had cousins that didn't live in town. I got cousins that I ain't never really met. That um, that that are my that my great grandmother is their great grandmother or is their grandmother, but I haven't never met them. Just the same as my great grandmother had neighbors that had grandkids that lived out of town that would come into town during the summer. These cousins just didn't come into town in the summer. I just never did get to meet them. We actually lived in town, so we was around my great grandmother a lot. Um, my my daughter would be no, but she would she would she would she would meet um uh, she would meet my grandmother. She'll meet my grandmother. Um, hopefully, my grandmother lives lives uh, long enough for my daughter to grow uh, a memory of my grandmother. Um, I don't see anything stopping that. So, hopefully, we. Um, I'm not gonna uh, keep my grand keep my daughter away from my grandmother. So, uh, hopefully, everything go cool. Uh, she would get a memory of my grandmother. That'd be her great grandmother. I had um, good memories of my great grandmother. I was well of age when my great grandmother passed away. And um, if I was like, you know, like my um, my mom was the oldest. I'm the oldest, and so. That just put me in a different era, a different realm of knowing and being around stuff or whatnot. Because I, because like I said, my mom was the oldest, I'm the oldest, and my my great my grandmother was technically one of the oldest. So it just puts us uh, in a different in a different area. You know, where a lot of the kids are later in life or whatnot. Stuff come later. Like my one daughter will come later in life. Michelle technically would be my oldest. So she been around us and know us and um experienced a lot with me and my wife, uh, a lot more than what my daughter will. 
Uh, and then there's also the fact that she don't know a lot about us. My Michelle don't know a lot about us because we didn't have Michelle young. And we, you know what I'm saying? When Michelle was young, we didn't have her. And we didn't have no kids young. So I... Uh, our kids will know us later in life and I, i've learned that that's the way stuff usually happens that's uh usually occurrence in life that kids uh kids don't necessarily have kids adults have kids i don't know if they say it correctly or whatnot but adults have kids and you have you know what I'm saying people say middle age or whatnot but that's generally when people have kids. When you think of grandparents, you think of old people. Well, my grandparents weren't old when I was growing up. My grandparents weren't old. <laughs> so that was a different world for me. But my 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 children, their grandparents will be old. I'm trying to give y'all more personal topics and more of the uh personal personal Topics of me, you know what I'm saying? Be more personal with y'all. I uh, talked earlier this uh, month, I think it was last month, earlier this month, about Stephen A. He had a show that he had to come on uh, ESPN. He actually did the interview on uh, Breakfast Club about a week or two ago, and he talked about how he uh, got started on ESPN. And he did. He did a background on how he got started on ESPN. All I know is that all I knew before then was that the ESPN came with this show called Quite Frankly starring Stephen A. Smith and then he used to get people to come on. He used to get, he could guess on this show. He used to get Adam Iverson on there and other players like that on there. He would chill and talk to him. He had a different way of doing sports broadcasting or, or sports analysts. He had a different sports reporter Sports analyst, sports broadcaster, sports reporter. He had a different way of doing it than what ESPN had beforehand. And like I like he he, he explained it when he explained it. He explained that ESPN, um, the owner of ESPN at the time, or the the head person of ESPN at the time, loved the way that he done uh his uh his his thing and whatnot and was crazy about him and said that he was gonna um give him a platform on ESPN and I know that he's not he's not fabricating that at all because they rolled out red carpet for him. He got he had his own he had his own stuff on ESPN. Now of course I don't I didn't know about Fox. I didn't know he had it he had stuff beforehand at Fox because we didn't get Fox we didn't get Fox uh stuff uh, on, on our cable back then, would not we get Fox now? But fifteen was a, that was like oh four, oh three, oh four. We didn't get uh, we didn't get Fox back then. Uh, we got Fox, but not Fox Sports. Uh, Fox Sports Network. We didn't get that uh, Fox Sports Network when he was on there, and he said it was a small thing then. So you know, it was small. We didn't get it. You know what I mean? But we got the ESPN. Then he got on ESPN. But quite frankly, and it shook me up, messed with me because the name and um, his, his name was not in the style approach of doing his uh, his sports reporting. He was more in line in. With with, with 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 views that that I, that I usually had myself or whatnot. So it's just for me, I was already going through my situation and stuff or whatnot. So that just messed with it more. And I could it could have went very differently. I, I'm not one that handles situations greatly all the greatly all the time. A lot of times I handle situations in the worst way possible. And um, 
I think that that time period, I was having a lot of situations the worst way possible. And um, but today, uh, I can say now I can tell you this: me being able to explain what I'm talking about, St- Stephen A. Smith can explain himself very good. I can't explain myself very good. I got a podcast where I can podcast and talk to people and reach out to people and stuff like that. But I will have to put in a lot of work and dedication to be able to be uh, just average and be able to just generally give you to give you guys something that you would like and whatnot. I put a lot of work and dedication into it and be able to prove prove myself and be able to put my points out there, prove my points, things of that nature. I've been doing a lot of talking right here. This, this past 35, 36 minutes, and I haven't really been able to prove my points or get my points out there and explain myself and explain my position to uh, explain my position position real good. That's part of my um, illness and whatnot is that I have disorganized thoughts. But uh, what I was going to get at was that Stephen A. Smith went to school for all day to organize stuff and and to get stuff straight and whatnot. I haven't went to school for any all for any of that, but. He had his show, and me doing this show isn't because Stephen A. had his show. I took I took uh, Votech when I was in school. I took Votech when I was in school. When I did Votech, we did the uh, radio uh, portion of the Votech. When we did the radio portion, I wanted to uh, do radio ever since then. It um, inspired me to do radio, just being a part of that and, and having that two weeks of doing it, you know what I mean? I had to come up with my own commercials. I had to get my own music and put it in there. I had to uh, do different things in the cubicle when I was doing the Votech portion, uh, when I was doing the radio portion of my Votech studies, and it inspired me to do radio. I found out I had a, I had a voice of radio, you know what I mean? I, um, I was going through puberty around that time, and so uh, I um, was in a church choir, and I couldn't sing, uh, sing too good in church, so... Uh, it was always asked to sing, but I couldn't sing too good. And then I always wanted to sing like my brothers. My brothers didn't necessarily, they hadn't been through the puberty yet, so their voice hasn't changed. And they would always tell me in church that I couldn't be with my brothers because I had a grown man voice and they had little kid voices. So they had to sing in a different part of the choir than I did. I had to be in a different part and I had to sing different. I couldn't sing like them. I had to accept my voice and sing with the bass in my voice and stuff. Well, I'm just saying that to say that when I got into the radio and started doing the radio, like I could play myself back and I could hear my voice. I knew that that was, uh, that was cohesive that was the cohesive to radio and doing radio or whatnot it sounded familiar to the people that i had heard doing radio and doing on uh, television before so um I, I i liked it that part of it i thought that was a good thing i had a lot of questions about it you know what i mean but i thought that was good um one thing i also had a knack for doing when i was growing up was writing i could write good and i love to write i love to tell stories and whatnot same as me telling these stories now i love to tell stories and i love to write i love everything about writing english in english i love the punctuation the the telling of stories the uh words uh putting words together i love vocabulary words uh, learning all of that is uh, cool to me and whatnot, and so uh, I wish I could have went to school forward, 
and um, but I, I didn't have the opportunity to do any of that. My illness hit me in my teen years, and right around the time I would have been graduating, I was going through pro hell. Uh, I mean, pro hell. It's hard to explain, and it would take a, a lot of uh, talking to y'all to try to explain it. But I'm pretty sure I probably should be doing some of that. Should be trying to explain explain some of that stuff to to some people and um to to america and i told y'all when i started to show up last time that i would be doing something that i would be explaining them that number things and that's kind of what i'm trying to do right here with the stephen a situation like i said though i wanted to do this before stephen a had his show that was kind of one of the problems i had uh, with stephen a's show was that he had my name and uh, he was doing that show, just bust on ESPN with his show and whatnot. And one thing I was kind of, I was kind of jealous that I couldn't get the show, that that was never going to happen for me, that that I was going to have to accept reality that that was never going to happen for me, that I was never going to be on ESPN with the show, and that he he reached that point. He says it on this in in, in the interview that he does with with the Breakfast Club. Uh, DJ Emmy, Charlamagne Guy, and uh, um, Angela Yee. That uh, that was a point he had made up to with ESPN, made up to it to ESPN, and then he went farther in his career with ESPN, who who, who catapulted him into further uh, greatness and whatnot. With doing this show, doing the different shows through through ESPN, he done the first take, and he done. Uh, the uh, sports reporting that he's done for them, things of that nature, help him go farther um, with his career. But uh, I know that I would have had to hit the ground running. I would have had to go to college first, then do the work in college, learn in college, graduate, and then get the jobs and learn a trade to keep on going. It was like, he, to me, Stephen A had reached that point at that time, and then he he was on TV and stuff, and, and it was like a reminder that I was never gonna get there. I was never gonna get to be able to do anything. That's it's not it's not I'm not sad about it because I'm able to talk to y'all today. One of the, one of the great things about the society we live in today, I mean, we can talk about um, talk about how the council culture does this and that or whatnot. But one thing the council culture uh, uses is the fact that we all have a voice today and the fact that we all can put out podcasts we all can put out stuff on social media uh via facebook instagram um and all of that you can put videos up you can put uh, audio up you can you can become a singer by putting up your audio and stuff you can become a rapper or putting up your your rap lyrics and uh, your rap vocals and um you can become a writer or a director of stuff a director of different sorts of whatnot from 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 the internet or whatnot, how the internet is allowing people to achieve these different successes and stuff. And so, with that being said, I'm allowed to be able to do my podcast now. Now that's that's how the, that's how my disease worked against me was that at that time I thought that would never happen for me. I've never been able to do this. I've never been able to do that. True, my podcast is nowhere near what Stephen A is doing, but. I get the opportunity to do what Stephen A is doing. When before, if anything, if his life would be anywhere similar to what it was back then, I wouldn't have the opportunity to do what Stephen A was doing um, and reach the people that Stephen A is reaching. I can reach the people. People just may not listen, but I can still reach the people. That gives me the opportunity to do it. But, you know, as in a lot of stuff like I was talking about earlier, 
I won't be the one that strain to to do the job. I will basically be the shade tree, sports broadcaster, sports analyst, sports reporter, or the shade tree um, news person. You know what I mean? Which I will be doing basically as a podcast person. You know, as a but um, I've had I've heard that the YouTube uh, a YouTuber YouTuber is one of the uh, most sought after uh um what is it youtuber is the most it's put down as the top job that kids wants to be the career top career that kids wants to be i seen on the news it was uh i think uh cbs cbs morning news the morning show that comes on early in the morning the not the morning news to come on at five o'clock the uh overnight news that comes on between three and five uh they cited the uh they cited that as one of the uh things that kids that kids uh seek to do and that they put down as a career path for them is to be a youtuber uh podcast basically could be linked to or could be like a youtube youtuber whatnot uh it kind of could be on the same field because uh, it doesn't take uh, a college degree and all of that to be to be doing podcasts. Uh, me wanting to do this, you know, what I mean, is is what what has me doing it. Not that I want to take down Stephen A. Smith or I want to be Stephen A. Smith. I I don't want to be him. I've had desires to do this stuff before Stephen A. Smith or whatnot, and um, you know that's just who I am. That's 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 what's that's what's in me. As a lot of people have stuff that's in them. You no, know, he we talk we talk about sports and Stephen they talk about sports and them guys have it in them to do that sport for a living. A lot of people can't. A lot of people can't play basketball for a living. They they don't drive them to play play basketball for a living. It didn't drive me like that. I could play basketball. I played basketball for school for one year. Other than that, I didn't have to. I didn't have to play basketball all the time like that. There's kids in my area that they don't even shoot that much no more. Like when I was growing up, the the goals and playgrounds around here had kids playing on them all the time. That's not as that's not true. That's not as true now. With uh, kids playing at the gym and shooting basketball, playing football, don't do it as much anymore. Uh, when I was growing up, I played basketball. Like I said, I played basketball one year for the school, and that was in uh, middle school. I didn't play it in high school. I didn't have to play because it didn't drive. It didn't drive me like that. I didn't have to play all the time. I didn't go find pickup games to play all the time. I would play, and I didn't have a problem playing. I was one of the best. I was never one of the best um, at playing basketball or playing football. I played football at elementary school for a small, small town or whatnot. A uh, little peewee football I played in the peewee league. Um, I enjoy them, but it's not something I can do all the time. I'm pretty sure a lot of them can do some of this stuff. Like I'm doing the podcast thing and whatnot. They could do it, but it's not something they would enjoy doing all the time. As you see with uh, sports sports players becoming sports journalists on uh, sports journalists and sports broadcasters, basically 
on TV when they get a job at ESPN or they get a job for ABC, Fox, CBS, doing some of the sports broadcasting for them for some of the games, whether it be basketball, football, or baseball. Uh, someone work for Fox with Fox uh, baseball stuff or whatnot. Uh, most of them don't. It's not a great number of them that get these jobs. And some of them, you can tell they didn't take it in school or whatnot. Then the ones that did take it in school, they took it in school 15, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Then they played sports professionally. Well, they didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't go to school for it and then automatically get, go out into the field and start working their career. They went a whole nother route and played the sport for a living. And so that's kind of the, the uh, double entree that they get is that they got a background in that they learned it or whatnot. They got a degree in it, but then they learned it hands-on, learned it themselves hands-on to where they have their hands-on experience to speak on, speak on the topic. And that's what a lot of the uh, athletes they go into television do they speak on it from their perspective of actually being involved in this sport you don't get too many uh you know what i mean you don't get michael jordan on the baseball network doing a broadcast of baseball games you don't get charles barkley on fox on sundays talking about the football games you get charles barkley on tnt talking about the basketball games you get michael jordan talking about the basketball games you get the baseball players on the baseball networks talking about the baseball games. Hockey players talk about hockey. Because um, they are an expert in that topic. Me being an expert on any topic would be I'm a driver in uh, cleaning. I know about cleaning. And I know about sports. I know about sports. I know about politics. I'm not an expert in sports or politics. A lot of people know a lot more about sports and politics than I do. But I have a passion and I have uh, points that I want to talk about with the sports, um, with basketball, with football, with college basketball, with college, with college football. And I have topics I want to talk about with politics, with Democrats, with Republicans, and with the different people running for these different positions. You know what I mean? The people running for governor, people running for president. And, um, you know, I have... With politics, I want to be I want to be in the mix because I want to talk to the people about what's going on in politics and how it affects us, how it affects our day to day, and um, what what we can do to change politics. And there's a there's a a chance that we could lose uh, more than we bargain to lose with politics. With Trump in office right now and everything's going on with Trump, you know what I mean? Before Trump got in office, there was nobody actually running for president. You had uh, Hillary Clinton running run against him, who had the thing. So she had a she had her experience as a senator. Trump had no experience, and then you can go back to Barack. Who, but when Barack had a little bit of experience as a senator, Hillary had more experience. Hillary had more experience that the second time when she ran for president than Barack had the first time he ran for president. But. Uh, The, the call for people to do away with government and do away with the, the democracy and whatnot, to have more people like Trump who aren't your mainstream politicians, who aren't your 
regular politicians who have a history in politics. And I think that's, to me, that's something that we don't need to do. We need people with the history of politics, with the people that are traditionally politicians. We don't need Charles Barkley becoming president. We, we don't need that. I don't. I, I understand Charles Barkley can be a great, good person, a great human being. You can have a lot of conversations with him on a lot of stuff. You can do a lot of jobs with him. But for him to go from broadcasting basketball games and to living a luxurious life to all of a sudden running the country, I don't think we should do that. I don't, I don't think we should have done it, done it with Trump. Well, Trump was running his business and living a luxurious life, running his business and stuff, and now he has the country in his hands that he's running. It's it's also true that the president doesn't have all the power that one may think he has, because you have check and balances. The three branches of government check each other. The legislature, judicial, and executive all check each other. It's a check and balances. No one, no one government is bigger than the other gov. Other, no one being a government is bigger than the other being a government. All on run together. I'm pretty sure being ain't supposed to be in though, cause they ain't being so. But one body of government, no, no, no one body of government is bigger or more important than the other body of government. I'm not editing this, so it, all that would still be on here. Um, back where I was saying before, I want to have all. Uh, my brother's uh, audio on bring it in. You know what I mean? It's going to be bits and pieces. But we done um, about 18, 20 minutes of uh, recording. I'm um, bring it in. You know what I'm saying? Let him uh, have his five minutes or whatnot. And, um, you know, with my schizophrenia, man, it, it plays through this uh, these episodes because I go from topic to topic and I get on top and I stay on that topic for so long. I try to have me some cue cards and stuff to to stay on point with my cue cards and move off one topic to another topic. But then I got a job and a lot of other stuff I got to do. I got chores I got to do. And uh, it's important to do it or whatnot, but I can also get this podcast episode done without doing all of that and that would be the laziness in me that is, is that is taking this for granted and I do need to stay on point and get them cue cards and get them segments and things of that nature done correctly speaking of segments my brother's keeper will Kaepernick end up with one of these jobs will Kaepernick end up in Philadelphia will Kaepernick end up in New York will Kaepernick end up in Miami when Miami's trying to tank uh, with Kaepernick end up in New Orleans and fill in for Drew Brees for a few weeks. Can any of these people actually use Kaepernick? Kaepernick been away from the game for how long? How will that affect him when he do come back into when he do come back to play? Why is Kaepernick and the discussion of Kaepernick is such a hot topic? Will Jay Z actually benefit? more than Roger Goodell or Roger Goodell in the NFL use Jay-Z to the point that Jay-Z would not be the 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 what is it the great figure the, the great icon that he once was will, will working with the NFL tarnish Jay-Z's legacy those are the topics we can talk about I want to get into or whatnot uh, for one I think that that as the people with certain politicians, 
you know, you can't trust politicians and things of that nature. That's why they don't want uh, your your run-of-the-mill politician. They want somebody that that's not necessarily your average politician, that isn't a lifelong politician to run for president. Well, that same belief in what dumb politicians are, uh, Jay-Z is every bit of the person to play this game. And Roger Goodell is every bit of the person to play this game. The NFL is every bit of the organization to play this game. Uh, so, for either one, for for us to believe or think that either one of them will 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 will, will, will lose in this, you know, is 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 is, is, is it's not going to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jay Z will not be um, will not be messed up by this deal with the NFL because he's bounced back from a lot more. And he has a good head on his shoulders. JG is very smart. And Roger Goodell is not dumb. Roger Goodell is looking out for the NFL. Uh, the bigger picture is what will it do for the people? And how will the people benefit from this? And that's what they're supposed to be doing is helping the people. But it's a business. And a business makes money. And um, that's what I think that's what's going to boil down to is business, but business making money. Now, I do want to add that I do have a video on Good Guy 28 show on Good Guy 28 uh, YouTube Good Guy Productions on YouTube you can check it out I got a video I, I post a link on my Facebook and on the Good Guy 28 page on Facebook I post a link to the uh, video uh, but I have a video on YouTube where I have uh, the song that Jay-Z did with DJ Khaled him and Beyonce did a song with DJ Khaled called Top Off and uh, I was DJing, but I wasn't doing the average DJing on or whatnot. I was trying to let people know that Beyonce dropped that song on a Friday. On a Friday. We had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. By the time Tuesday rolled around, Stephanie, what is her name? Stormy, Stormy Daniels, Stephanie, Stephanie Gifford. Stormy Dines, whatever her name is, she decided that she want to look at her NDA, which is a uh, non-disclosure agreement. Now, uh, Beyonce talks about the NDA in her song, and she's talking about Shania Lathan signed the NDA that she couldn't talk about the stuff, and Tiffany Haddish, who was telling everybody about Shania Lathan, also signed the NDA and couldn't talk about what was going on at the party. But suppose that someone down with Beyonce and Stenilathan, but everybody signed the NDA or whatnot. So Beyonce puts that in the song with DJ Khaled and Jay-Z called Top Off. Uh, Stormy, Stormy Daniels, on that Tuesday, following Tuesday, after the song was released Friday, the song was released on Friday. She decides on Tuesday that she done looked at her NDA agreement that she has with Trump and that Trump didn't sign it. So now she wants to further pursue her telling the story because she's not obligated to not talk about it because Trump never did sign it. Uh, I talk about that. And then because this Stormy Daniels and who she is and Trump and Trump being president, I decided to cut it in the middle stop it 
and talk about how well when I was doing the video I took the audio took the audio off of off, off the uh, news report I took a news report and put it in the middle of the news report of uh, Stormy Daniels and her, her and the NDA agreement and um, her, uh, the, the announcement of her fighting with Trump and the NDA agreement and all of that or whatnot. But when I got the video, I got the audio of the video, then I got the video regularly. Well, I decided to put both of them on there. I took the video, put it on there, and I put the audio on there. It was off track. So basically, it was offset. They was behind each other. They was not behind each other. They weren't, they weren't in sync. They weren't synchronized. And that made me think about that because Jay Z, not Jay Z, Justin Timberlake is in this group and is in the group in sync. And they had a big Super Bowl malfunction or whatnot where uh, he lets Janet Jackson stuff go out and they, they catch it on camera. But you don't really catch that on camera because I was watching it when it happened and you didn't get to see nothing. But they was all up world what had happened or whatnot. But then Janet Jackson got in trouble. Justin Timberlake didn't get that much trouble. Janet Jackson got in all the trouble. Justin Timberlake was invited back to the Super Bowl. Janet Jackson ain't been invited back. But uh, he won't done it. You know what I mean? And he's from NSYNC. So that made me think about it. So when I seen that they weren't in sync. That's the word that came to my mind. They ain't in sync. They're not. They're not lined up. They're not in tune. I thought about that means they're offset. I know it'd be offset because car manufacturers have a set standard for how their vehicles are made and what stuff go on their vehicles. And then if you get any upgrades or designs to it, you have this offset everything for them designs. Everybody who have them big rims on their truck. It look very different when they don't have the the equipment to help offset it for the for the for the big rims. If you got twenty folds on, on on a little bitty car, you have to buy the kit, the lift kit, and all of that to lift it up and to set it set it correctly or whatnot. When you set it correctly, it's gonna be offset because if you don't. So if you try to put it on there without using the offset stuff, then it's it's not gonna look right, and it and it can tear your car. Uh, so the video was on there, then the audio was offset. So I put offset, put a picture of offset on there with the song, and I told everybody about audio being offset. And I, I made a point to say it's not in sync. It's not in sync. It's offset. This audio is not in sync. This audio is offset. And you get two of them for the price of one. But um, now we have Jay Z and the NFL doing a thing together. And Jay Z, and it was the company title, is over the Super Bowl. I mean, like I literally got that video up on my page. You can check the video out on my page. Uh, well, I'm talking about all that. I wasn't just saying offset and in sync for any other reason. I was saying offset, offset and in sync for them reasons because of Super Bowl and because Trump was talking about the NFL, the NFL players, and because Stormy Daniels and all the craziness with Stormy Daniels and her being naked and stuff all the time. And we was mad at, we was, the country was mad at Janet Jackson for what, what just Timberlake up in sync done to her, not what she done on her own. You know what I mean? So I was talking about all of that on though. And this would be stuff that I'm not supposed to talk to y'all about.
supposed to not mention any of this stuff and keep this stuff to myself when not, I'm not doing it. I'm talking about it. Uh, there's a lot of there's jokes that Kevin Hart has. Kevin Hart has jokes that talk about a guy named Steven and his jokes. And I actually experienced the stuff that he's talking about with the guy he's talking about, Steve, in the jokes. The fight he's talking about with Steve, I experienced a fight very similar to that. As you know, as you know Steve won that fight. I experienced a fight very similar to that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a regular occurrence like that with me and Kevin Hart. He used the name Steve a lot, but there's also Steve used all the time in all these radio and TV commercials now too. So, but I I have the illness, I have the disease, so it affects me differently than it affects the average person. It's not affecting me that bad right now, and I'm able to talk to y'all about it, and that's something good. That's something good, ain't it? That's the good part about it. Well, I'm gonna throw in this uh, audio with my brother, or whatnot. And uh, I get back with y'all in a little bit. Um, I should be back getting and doing this stuff some more this weekend. And uh, talk to y'all more about it this weekend. I talk to y'all about my experiences with schizophrenia more. Uh, the ins and outs. The good part of schizophrenia. The bad part about schizophrenia. And tell you the truth, it really ain't no good part. Because what I would say would be good would be delusions of me believing this good. And it's not actually any good. So, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's a fight is what it is. It's a fight. It's a fight like, like with any other illness or disease, it's a fight. So, um, I don't know if this would be a good thing or a bad thing with me putting this stuff on this show or whatnot, but I'm not necessarily doing it for views. It's not for views, um, but. I know that there's a lot of people watching this stuff as is. So as as but me saying that it's not a lot of people watching as is. So the point of me putting this out there and the world seeing it and then me being me being um horribly ashamed or or or, or, or what is it? What is the what they call it? Non dragged me being dragged for it. It's not likely that I would be dreaded for it. Just the same as me talking about Trump would not get a lot of publicity. Me saying anything about myself would not get a lot of publicity. And I'm also I'm not I'm not bad mouthing myself. I'm just giving you a part of me that some people would say that I shouldn't give y'all a part of me. But you know, this is family and um this is this is my podcast and I'm choosing to heal myself and I'm choosing this way of healing myself. Also choosing to help people because there's the people that may watch this show with knowing my situation and it may help them in their situation. And with as they as the saying goes, if I can help just one, I've helped enough. Well, here's the uh, audio for my brother. Me, and my brother's uh, my brother's interview. He likes to call it an interview. For any of y'all who watched it to this point, it's not necessarily an interview. It's just having a guest on. Um, you have a guest on. You don't have to do an interview every time, but it's it's cool to have a guest on. So if you're a guest on my show at any point and you listen to this part, it's not necessarily a full interview. You're just a guest on the show, and we may ask you some questions. Um, I, I I like to prefer to interview. You know, like the uh, 
did, did Barack Obama, I want to interview Barack Obama, I want to interview Roland Martin, I want to interview Stephen A. Smith, I want to interview Tavis Smiley, I want to interview uh, Dougie Doug, I want to interview uh, Marky Mark, <laughs> I want to interview uh, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, if you if we know each other personally and we family and we friends and you from the neighborhood or whatnot, you just a guest on the show. It ain't necessarily an interview. We just gonna kick it. But here's my brother, y'all. This is Good Guy Twenty Eight. I have Mister Victor Hobden on the phone with me. We uh we gonna talk a little bit about some politics, some sports. The trending news topics, local events, and things of that nature. Um, Mr. Victor Hobby, you go by uh, Deuce, Deuce TMR uh, and other uh, any other names or uh, monikers that you ever use? No, that's me on uh, pretty much all of my social media things, Instagram and Twitter, or whatever, and then Snapchat too. That's Snapchat. Yeah, that's like all I'm got to say now. Deuce TMR, that's uh, Deuce, uh, the mad rapper, right? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> years and years and years ago, man. Let's jump right into it. What, what can we what can we say about this Antonio Brown, man? Is uh, Antonio Brown jumping ship headed to New England, and was he headed from headed to New England from Pittsburgh? Did it via Oakland and all of that and whatnot, and then you have then we have the the the, the, the steamroll of uh, events that happened earlier this week with the uh, allegations that been said about Mister uh, Mister Antonio Brown by one of his trainers. Yeah, way too much going on, man. <clears throat> way too much going on. He just we one of those people, you know, who just love attention, and you know, he got it now. I mean, when you want to be famous, it's, it's, it's a hell of a hell of a cost you got to pay. Yeah, he's he one of people like seeing stuff on TV. So, you know, the whole radar situation is just like, I mean, first of all, the, the organization is just. It's not ran correctly, so I mean, stuff like that only happens in a, in a bad organization, you know, like between the head coach and the GM and the ownership, they all just been done for a while, so it's like, I mean, they're not telling they, they ship right, you know, somebody can't bring your ship down like that unless your ship has a leak in it already, you know what I mean? So it's just like, that whole thing is just embarrassing, embarrassing for the, the organization, and it's also embarrassing for Antonio Brown himself. And then in turn, it makes it embarrassing for like just just black people in general, you know. When you got athletes out there acting like that, you know. Like, I just I get so sick of seeing that on, that on TV, and it's just like that's not the representation that you want, you know. And it's just it's embarrassing, like I said. For the community and um, for the organizations, is the embarrassment is getting spread around, huh? Yeah, it's like I mean, you, you don't want to be that person that's out there, you know. Checking and jiving, you know. And it's just like, like you know, they, they used to call it what they call it, tap dancing, and all the things like that. And it's just like he's one of them, you know, just stereotype of dudes. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to be a diva receiver, but if you're a diva receiver, but you handle your business, that's one thing. You can use your likeness to, you know, gain more money for yourself. But this is almost like I almost started to believe this man with this whole health situation. Like maybe he already got CTE. Cause he had like something wrong with him, you know. Like, 
Damn receiver was told, 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 told some licks going on, going through, going over the middle, whatnot. You know what I mean? Out there, coming, cut, cutting across the field, they, they get ate up um, doing that and stuff. And um, I think AB is a deep threat, though, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, on the field, he's pretty good. I mean, he's a deep threat. Well, that's too loud, but I mean, his production is You know, I mean, he's a he's a great. Player. And then, like, the other thing about it is, like, he's a very hard worker, you know. He's, he got one of them very rice type, you know, work ethic. But the work ethic never gets talked about because he got all the other stuff that, that covers it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we should be talking about how he, like, a tireless worker, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about all his other stuff, you know what I mean? All the flashy shit and all the showing out for no reason and stuff like that, you know. Well, with you, you touched on the uh, the shucking and jiving and everything. You know what I mean? We had, well, I wasn't able to listen to Stephen A today. I actually, uh, on my day job, driving trucks and stuff, I listened to, uh, it's actually a Fox, a Fox radio station. But it's a local station in the uh, northwest Florida area. And um, they played some local sports news and they played, um, Rome, the Rome dude, or the the Rome, I forget his this name of his show, but it was his radio show, and a, a couple other local guys that uh, was doing sports radio and stuff in the area, talk about some of the sports teams in the area, the school teams, the Pensacola Wahoos and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the Breakfast Club. I actually couldn't listen to the Breakfast Club because the station, the, the the vehicle I was driving in didn't pick up the station. So I wasn't going to be able to hear the Breakfast Club unless I used my phone and I ain't got my charger or whatnot. So I couldn't couldn't put my ch- phone on a charger to be able to do the Bluetooth and all of that to catch the radio station on iHeartRadio and all of that. But I seen the uh, the videos been on, yeah, the videos been on social media. Yeah, I missed it too. I mean, uh, I'd be at work, you know, in the morning. And I actually can't, you know, listen to any of that. I always have to listen when I get off. You know? I'm a little something that comes on, like a, a daytime show, a morning show, or anything like that. I listen to it when I get off work. It's just something that I really want to see. But I mean, Stephen A. being on Breakfast Club, I wasn't really crazy about that anyway. So. He, he spoke on um, he spoke on him being um called him him being said to shuck and jive and being an Uncle Tom and um said that he doesn't um he tries to, he tries to not take it to heart. He said he don't lose no sleep over, but he recognized that he he hear when people say it. But he says that he's not closing doors. He's trying to open doors or he's trying to help help his brothers and sisters out with the platform that he has instead of say what. I said, I understand that. I mean, I, I never really, um, I never seen him like as an Uncle Tom type. I mean, we do have those, in, you know, Jason Whitlock, perhaps, but no, nah, I ain't never, I, I never really said that about, excuse me. Now, I do think he's just some sort of a, you know, what's a caricature of himself, or what, you know, from when he first started, you know, with quite frankly, and even when first take first started, like it's got to a point now where it's just like, you know, it's always like that when you, when you're doing something and then it becomes like famous and then it gets more eyes on it and it gets more hands in the pot and then they want you to be something for more people, you know what I mean, to be hands in it. And then now you like, everything he say got to be a hot take and all this stuff. It's not just like sports talk no more. It's just like, you know, kind of like clickbait stuff, you know, and I, like, they do too much of that on that show now. It used to be just like like real sports talk, like you in a barbershop or you had like, you know, two in the house talking about sports. Now it's more... Like, oh my God, like every 
they ain't gotta say something like the, the most hot take and stuff like that, you know. And I, I don't really like that part of it no more. But I mean, I never really looked at him as like a Uncle Tom, you know. But now on the other station, the Fox station, you know what I mean. Uh, you got Whitlock over there. He is oh man, that's too much. He he is the coon of all coons of that show. On Fox, on Fox Sports or whatnot. Then you got Shannon Sharp. Shannon yeah. said. Shannon was saying the other Shannon Sharp was uh speak, he speaking on a lot of stuff um and then he got him going across uh what's the dude Skip Bayless got him going across Skip Bayless and him and Skip go back and forth and um it kind of t- kind of has the I guess what you would say Stephen A was beforehand Shannon Sharp brings to the table with Skip. And then you, you, you had Stephen A and Skip going back and forth for, for a while before 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 now and now Skip is over there on Fox and they got Shannon Sharp who brings to the table not to say the same thing with the barbershop talk but more of a more of a culture cultured cultured uh, mm-hmm. opinion huh yeah cultured opinion then he from the um, he from the south you know like. Like Shannon Sharp, he's from like rural Georgia. You know what I mean? And then obviously he he was over in uh, Denver for a while, and then Baltimore and all that kind of stuff. And then they all ended up in LA. But just like people from like from down here, it's more of a broader uh, aspect of what what's going on in the world. You know, because you know people from like Stephen A. from Queens, though. Like people from New York City, they they in a bubble, man. Like they think New York City is the whole world. You know, like. They think everything outside of New York City is just whatever it is. They don't think they don't see it as like an actual, you know, nothing's bigger than what's in New York, you know. And it's like they worldview is a lot different than people that are outside of cities like that, you know, New York and LA and Chicago and stuff like that. People from New cities, they don't see nothing outside their city really. That was the piece of it whatnot. There's more audio to come. I love um I'm looking forward to having my brother Victor on at a different time and, and us doing more of the uh, podcast. Uh, we had technical difficulties at that time that, that didn't allow us to continue with it or whatnot. But uh, as, as I said, we, we, we will have him back on as soon as he, he has time to come back on. He has a family. Um, he has a career that he's working on, so he's a busy guy. And... Um, um, when I can get him back on, we'll have him back on and we'll let y'all know. Until then, peace out of 5,000. Stay blessed and highly favored, y'all.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.